on. Lama, you got you got yourself some rituals. Me? Yeah, you. I live a life of ritual, brother. Yeah, man. I mean, when it comes to the elbow bump, fist bump, heart bump, point to the sky bump that we have with the flowage, where's where does that come from? What's that all about? David Ortiz. Is it really? Ah, watch the guys when they cross home plate. What do they do? Oh, I get it, man. I mean, I've I've got yeah. my own stuff too when I cross home plate because I still in, do. When you come in from no? uh, outfield? No, no, no. Uh, when I when I come around when I come around the bags, man, and everything's worked out. I'm talking about the end of the game when they line up and they. Oh, do you're their talking about the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always those gestures, those rituals. See, I'm old enough that I remember the handshake in Vietnam. Now, I wasn't there, but I had a lot of a lot of friends and brothers who there were 27 positions for the handshakes. Really? Yeah, it was like this really ornate thing. And sort of like at the end of a baseball game where they line up and they all have their little, you know, the Red Sox do that. Um, they haven't done much of it lately. No. <laughs> no, man, they're horrible right now. Horrible. They're relapsing. <laughs> they are. They went from they World are, Series man. to they That's went from World up. Series to You can't say that. To 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 relapse. Um, yeah, but you can't say that. That's a little that's a little harsh, don't you think? No, man. No? Relapse relapse? What did, what did, what does relapse mean, man? It's a lapse again. Okay. You know, it's a, a relapse. Jeez, man. You know, yeah, it, it's just like there's a lot of words for it. Slippage. I slipped last night. On what? Whatever it is that gets you, gets your boat, you know, floats okay. your boat. If you, if you, uh, whether it's alcohol, food, porn, sex, dope, fast cars, uh, whatever, whatever you can't do without. If you do, then you slip, you lapse, you relapse. Um, you make a mistake, you fall out, you pick up. I mean, there's a, there's a whole vocabulary uh, about losing, about loss, about you know stepping away from what you're doing. And if somebody said something this morning that people in recovery, you know, people that go through recovery, that when they relapse, as some do. I haven't heard anybody say, yeah, man, it was really good. Mm. You know, that it was like everything I expected. And it it just, it's never that. And the thing about, for me, being in recovery is if I do relapse, if I do fall out, if I do pick up, if I do slip, if whatever, I have a whole different mindset now to throw guilt and shame at me. As before, I didn't. Man, I just used and had it all. I can't imagine trying to bounce back from that now. I really can't. And rituals that are you know, healthy or rituals that are unhealthy, it makes me think of like some of the rituals are there in a way to comfort ourselves. And, and that's the un. un unhealthy one really is to think that there's going to be some kind of relief by practicing unhealthy rituals you know absolutely I, and i was just thinking folks i'm sorry 
Uh, we should have had a disclaimer in the beginning that there are portions of this conversation that will not be funny in any way, but will be realistic and potentially there for all of us. So that out of the way. Uh, slippage, though. Slippage. You know, I had a little slippage last night. I was talking to someone earlier about some of this stuff, and uh, one of the things that I find somewhat scary is with slippage and stuff like that is, uh, you know, this this term harm reduction. And and I get it. Like, obviously, keeping people alive is priority. And I want to say that again, that is it's absolute priority to keep someone alive. Um, with the slippage, with that stuff, it does remind me, and this is what somebody else said, and they put it great, that harm reduction is similar to participation trophies. You know, where you show up and it's like, oh, well, you showed up, you know, it's okay, it's okay. At what point in time is it no longer okay to just continue to go back and forth? That's, and that that's a hot subject, man. You know, I get it. I, I certainly don't want to deter anyone from their efforts to keep trying to stay in recovery. Um, but I, I guess I am asking, you know, for any individual to really check in check in with uh with right intention or right motives to stay on the path no matter what to apply any tool learned to stay on the course yeah i my my only you know I, my experience with relapse is once and that was after 19 years of not drinking and the only thing that provoked it was somebody turning to me and say hey what would you like and uh, i'll have the same and then the the very quick progression. Um, so I I'm I, I, as you know I have great curiosity about you know is there an aura is there you know we talk about trigger well the word trigger is a trigger for me mm-hmm. um, you know is there something that that you know is right before picking up right before falling out right before slippage uh, that happens that that makes it. You you said earlier on our walk here that one of the old timers uh, once in talking with you talked about um, heroin and and the opioid of sporadic recovery and boy I see that a lot you know I see people that are just in and out in and out in and out and what what's there you know is there some something that I could find. Um, that, you know, I could anoint people or, you know, some sort of Buddhist mojo so that that doesn't happen. And then I realize it's motivation. It's just staying, it's, uh, you said a rubber band on the wrist, whatever gets you so that you don't, when you want to, you don't. Mm-hmm. That's why I go back to that, man. I'll, I'll use tomorrow. Yep, yep. Today I won't, but I'll use tomorrow. And then the ritual. You talk about ritual, elbow bumps, fist bumps, and everything. I, I, in my recovery, there is ritual. This is what has worked for me every day in the length of time it's been. So that's my ritual. That's what keeps me safe. 
Uh, I'm not saying if you relapse, if you have slippage, that you're any less of a person. You have your own battle to deal with. I manage my own recovery. Um, and, and it just, it can happen, having the resources, the strength, um, the people to go to, put on this podcast, mm. put on all the podcasts, I guarantee you by, by the end of 21 of these podcasts, it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, well, tomorrow's coming. The thought around being all in to the recovery piece, you know, I, I personally feel like it has to be there. If, and especially for, for nowadays with the progression of drugs especially, but just as well as alcohol, if you're not fully invested in your recovery or you hit cruise control after X number of days, whatever it looks like, you know, don't, don't be surprised when, uh, when certain things crop back up for you. Um, but the responsibility to continue to go hard after it, you know, I, I think every man has to figure out, you know, whether or not they are fully invested for that day, because you can't live outside the day, but are you fully invested in what it takes to stay stopped? It's, it's a tough, it's a tough one. It's not easy. You know, it certainly isn't. And uh, like you said, you know, I've got my own recovery to work on. And, uh, you know, it's no judgment on other other people's recovery or their path at all. Uh, but I, I think the encouragement has to be there to, uh, to, to, not, to not play Russian roulette with this thing. You know, somebody said to me one time, they said, Mike, how many bullets does a person, a normal person, put in the gun for Russian roulette? And I obviously said, well, one. And he said, normal people don't play Russian roulette. And to me, that's an important thing to remember is that, like, I've got this opportunity. Um, a lot of people don't get second, third, 30th chances at this. And what do I want to do? What do I want to do with this opportunity that I have today here in front of me? Uh, just to not negotiate that with, uh, with the sick mind and, uh, you know, keep, keep good people close to me. Skills. Skills, rituals, toolbox, all those necessary items in the toolbox. toolbox. Yeah, right. And that's why that's why some people talk about a toolbox, man. It's like every time I see the Stanley truck, you know, the the big truck that comes there with the loader on the back, and you know, it's gonna drop a a thousand pound, forty thousand dollar tool thing with wrenches and everything else. I think about a, a, a recovery truck, you know, that, that would come by and look at my toolbox and say, ah, yeah, um, your meetings are a little worn, you know? So here, I'll go, we'll give you a rack of meetings. You want, uh, do you want a millimeter or do you want uh, inches? Uh, metric or what? Um, and that's the cool thing about it. There, there's stuff out there. I don't promote anything um, other than the fact that there are resources. We don't do this alone. We didn't get here alone. Uh, we're, we're born and we die alone. And then the two points in between, those, the time in between those two points, I mean, are when there's a lot of resource available. You know, there, there sure is. And, you know, 
something you taught me at the beginning of sitting in meditation with you was just don't stop coming here. And that message echoes through meeting halls, support groups, uh, probably Overeaters Anonymous, whatever it might be. The message is, is just to keep showing up. And I know that the negotiations kick in from time to time. It's like, oh, well, I don't have to go to the support group tonight or I don't really need to sit in meditation again because I've done it, you know, the past 10 days in a row. What I'm really trying to say is do yourself a favor and when you when you recognize those negotiations coming up in your mind, uh, resign from that and just get your ass to where it's supposed to be because that's that to me is with the consistency is where the fruits are at. The fruits are at that dedication, that ritual, that good ritual in a way. Um, and then before you know it too, as like you continue to go on your path, there, there comes a point in time where it's finally not all about you, you know, and you're able to help someone else and share some experience with them and, uh, and really help them step through the portal. Little reference to an old episode. You know, even if it's, even if it's just two guys, your boys, those clowns, the mercenaries of recovery. AKA vigilantes. Yeah, we're just talking. I mean, that's all we do. That's all we do here. That's all. That's not all we do outside of here, but this is it. This is just talking about this stuff. And there's somebody for, there's a Mets and a monk. Oh, yeah. For everybody. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to find them in your town. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find them in your life and just pick up and, and, and talk. Somebody, right. you know, somebody you can call and say, hey, you got a minute, mm-hmm. let's talk. And, and one of the last things I want to say is like, it's the hardest thing to do in your life. This recovery thing is the hardest thing you'll ever do. And yet it's also the most rewarding. So, you know, you'll get to your mountaintop, whatever mountaintop that looks like. Just keep striving. Don't give up on yourself. And uh, yeah. Keep it, keep it rolling, you know, and it's, it's so rewarding though. The word you hear is struggle. The word that I like is courage. The day at a time, reprieve, and the importance of it. You know, that, that self-analyzing, that self-checkup, in order to stay on the path, we will have to call ourselves out for when behavior crops up. You know, because like after a while, if, if you're not right beside me, you're not going to be able to call me out on my behavior. You know, how am I doing on this daily piece with the consistency of the practice to use the tools at the right time? Because it's not if, it's when. It's when these things crop up. You know, when you talk about daily reprieve, I'm going to drop Buddhism on you for a minute. Here we go. When in, in my tradition and my practice, the daily reprieve, when, when we lie down at night to go to sleep, it's, it's a bardo, it, it's, a, it's a place of death. When we are asleep, we are either in dream yoga, sleep yoga, the bardo, because then we're reborn, because we believe in rebirth, we're reborn in the morning to a new day, to a new life, if you will. And to me, that's my daily reprieve. 
is at the end of the day, I, I'm, my, I anticipate, that's all I can do, that I will come out of the bardo and wake up in the morning with a new day, and that's a reprieve from the previous day if the previous day wasn't that good. If there's nothing else, just turn on the radio and listen to Mets and a Monk on Radical Recovery. The radio. Ciao. Quasi modo rock on it, uh, to the break it on. Like an addiction. Keep-